Welcome to another edition of Up Next with Lily and Tim. Today we're talking about favourite shows, favourite TV shows, but we're also talking, and specifically we're talking about one show in particular, which has grabbed a global audience. It's a phenomenon. It's my daughter's favourite show, Lily's favourite show. And uh, what are we talking about today, Lil? Today we'll be talking about Stranger Things. And you got me introduced to it, Dad, so tell me about that. Well, yeah, I was I was in the States on one of my jobs and uh, I remember I was in the hotel room watching a lot of telly as you do at night <laughs> and um, I sat down I saw a trailer for it and I thought, this looks pretty interesting. And it was because it was a throwback to the 80s and we kind of kind of relate, our older generation can relate to the 80s a bit more than, than you can because that was kind <laughs> of our, our time. Uh, we saw the, I saw the, the trailer and I thought, yeah, this looks quite interesting. And I did a little quick, bit of a look on the, the web for a little bit of research and then um, I saw that it was available. It was available already in DVD in the states. So, and I saw it was available at Target. I think Target was doing a lot of the merchandising at that point in time. Mm-hmm. Anyway, I went to Target. Cut a long story short, went to Target, bought the DVDs, packaged in a VHS box, which was yeah. which was interesting. Pretty cool. You know, kind of a good look. <laughs> and then decided to um, rather than playing it over there, bought it home, and we unwrapped it, and away we went. And the rest is, as they say, is history. So, what happened there? What 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 hooked you on this on this show? Um, well, the things that hooked me on Stranger Things was I really enjoyed the retro setting. And, you know, even though I didn't really grow up in the 80s as such, I really like watching those like 80s movies. And so I thought that was pretty cool. I also really like, you know, the they always have a mysterious and exciting plot and there's always these different layers to unravel. And I think that's really cool about it. Um, and also, it's just something fun to watch with the family, as it does appear to all ages. You know, as you said, you know, the 80s appears to, like, the older generation or my generation who just likes the movies. And it's kind of unique in a sense. I've never really seen, like, too many shows that are similar in that way. So I think it's pretty cool. So the uh, the creators of the show were the Duffer Brothers. Obviously, yeah, yeah so coming from a... Uh, I guess the left of center. It had a bit of everything, didn't it? It was a bit of it was a bit of teen angst. It was a bit of you know kids in mm. a, in a group together. Yeah. There's science experiments. There's yeah. There's weird creatures. All this sort of stuff. A real mixture of stuff. And, and Dungeons and Dragons was played a bit of a role early on too, didn't in the in the sort of the setup of the show, right? Yeah. In like the first um in the first part of the first episode. Um, the party or like the main kids were all playing it and they'd been doing like a campaign for like so many hours and so that's kind of what set up the show for like you know the rest of the episodes. Okay uh, tell us about the characters what what hooks you with the characters I know we know you know as I've known quite well the main character Millie Bobby Brown yep. great great little actress and uh, you know does a does a really good job anchoring this series but um, some good characters involved and, and what sort of I guess uh, made you warm to these sort of characters and really get invested in their in their sort of adventures throughout this series so far, which we're talking th- three series at the moment, aren't we? Too. Yeah. Um. So some of my favorite characters from the show, you know, of course, include Eleven, who's played by Millie Boy Brown. I also like Max, who's an addition to the main group in season two, um, who's played by Sadie Sink. Will, who's kind of he is possessed by like the monster or like the mind flayer and the demogorgon and all those sort of entities in the town. And so he's pretty cool. And he's played by Noah Schnapp and Joyce, who's his mom, who's played by Winona Ryder. So kind of a throwback to like 80s movies and all that sort of stuff. Who we all remember, Winona yeah. Ryder's from a lot of movies. Yeah, absolutely. And I like her character a lot. And then also Steve who in the first seasons was kind of like, you know, the typical, like, mean, like, boyfriend sort of... Bit of a bully. Yeah, a bit of a bully to, like, a lot of the characters who's played by Joe Keery. But then in the um, second and third season, he was really... 
I really liked his character and became one of yeah. my favorites. And then um, one of the new additions from season three is I like Robin who works in the ice cream shop with Steve and um, she's cool. Yeah. What about you forgot one person? I think Mike. Yeah, I like, okay, I like Mike, but, you know, he can he can be a little bit annoying sometimes, you know? Really? And, and what, yeah. what about, what's the other guy, the one the one who's the, uh, who goes to the camp and all that sort of stuff? What's his Dustin. name? Dustin. Dustin, thank you. He's yeah. good, but he's not in my top, my top few characters. He's like, you know, middle characters. Right. And just, you know, just everybody who's listening anyway, a bit of a, I guess a bit of a wrap up on what this, this show's about. So mm-hmm. it's got a bit of everything in it, but... It's following some interesting sort of themes and paths along the line. What's going on with the show, really? Well, the sort of overview of the show is like um, Eleven, who's Millie Boy Brown's character, um, she was in like a hospital and she has some powers, like mind control powers, and so they were like testing on her her whole life. And there's also monsters in it, which – include the demogorgon the mind flayer who possess one of the townspeople will and um the kids work together to try and help will and um millie and yeah it's just rest of it is just really good yeah i think it's a great story everybody knows well not everybody but most people know that that shot of that shot of uh, 11 with the nosebleed what's that all about you know she holds her hands out and the and she's yeah. doing she's doing some sort of mind control and things there well, when she uses her powers, um, you know, she has a nosebleed and like, you know, sometimes it's just like, you know, simple nosebleed. But like one time um, in like season two, when she's like closing the gate, um, like the portal between like the upside down world and our world or um, yeah, her, like both of her nosebleeds and she's like levitating in the air. And so she kind of has that sort of cool power. And I think, yeah, she's a great, great character. I mean, Millie Bobby Brown has obviously gone on to uh, great things. I mean, yeah. a, a lot of uh, movies and this TV show has really launched. Tell us a bit about her. What, what, what sort of drew you to Millie Bobby Brown as, I guess, a role model and as a, as a character in this show as well? Well, the things I like about Millie Bobby Brown in particular include, like, she's a young role, role model for kids and teens, which they can, like, relate to and look up to because we're all kind of a similar age group and so I guess in that way it's pretty good instead of relating to like someone who's like in their 20s or 30s looking up to them so I guess that's um a good aspect of her um well she always has a fun personality in her interviews I think you know she always seems so bubbly and happy and uh, people are drawn to her positive personality and um, another good aspect about her to do with like the environment is she's environmentally conscious as she has her own teen skincare and makeup brand called Florence by Mills, which I do have some products myself. Naturally. <laughs> which is eco-friendly, vegan, cruelty-free, and it's good for your skin and the planet. What's she doing with the United Nations? Wasn't there something there or UNICEF? Oh, or she is a young, um, she is like a young UNICEF ambassador for them. And yeah. What's that entail? Do you know what that entails at this point in time? What she's been doing? Um, well, she's done every like year. She has like a speech about like, um, you know, kids' rights or all that. And yeah, but she hasn't like she's like helped them in like packaging food and like um, marketing like things for them. And I think yeah, that's kind of what she's done. And look, this I, I guess she's the character that really attracted you, you know, to the show and and yeah. made you stick with the show. Um, but but sort of there's there's a good story behind her as well. I mean, she's just sort of was this young aspiring actress and, yep. and, and did it a little bit tough early on. And I mean, got bit roles, which was great in, in yeah. Hollywood, which is still a major achievement, but was uh, mm-hmm. doing it a little bit tough there. And then this, this, this sort of uh, role broke and away yeah, she went. Exactly. Um, so yeah. And like her early years, she had like one line in like a couple shows, like modern family. 
um, Grey's Anatomy, all those sort of shows. But then um, she, one day, which was the day that she was auditioning for Stranger Things, she had like an early um, audition in the morning and they told her like, you're not going to make it. Like you don't really like have like what it takes, you know, you <laughs> should probably give up. Thanks for the support, whoever said that. <laughs> and like, yeah, over all that time, like her parents had gone broke. They had to move in with their grandparents or like their other family. And so it was getting tough for them. But then, you know, she auditioned for Stranger Things and she got it. And then, you know, she's just skyrocketed from there and is in lots of movies and other shows. And, you know, she's doing pretty good. What she's been in, what are some of the movies? Godzilla, yeah? Godzilla, um, King of Monsters, Godzilla vs. Kong, Enola Holmes, which is going to be a series of movies on Netflix. That was pretty good. I thought yeah, she did a good job I in that. that. Yeah. But, um, yeah, so, and there's also other movies, like, she has a few um, coming up, but, like, I don't think they've been in production yet of, like, based on books or, like, things that her sister is producing and her producing together. And, yeah, so she has some upcoming um, projects. Okay, um, and sort of with with her sort of upcoming projects and that sort of stuff. But you, you and upcoming projects, you also got developed a uh, a fan site as well, didn't you? With this sort of thing when she was doing stuff and giving all things Millie Bobby Brown, all things Stranger Things out there, talking about everything yep. she was up to and everything that the cast was up to. Yeah. So like after watching season two, and it was sort of the break between. I think it was early, like a couple few months before season three was going to happen, and so. I would just spend hours every day watching every single YouTube video I could find about the Stranger Things cast members or about like the show, the lip sync battle episode and behind the scenes secrets and facts on the show. And then I developed such like a love for the show that I made like a Instagram fan page uh, dedicated to them in like 2018 and 2019. And I would make like video edits for the cast and the show. I would take photos when they would appear in newspapers or on TV and I talked about my experience eating the new Stranger Things Baskin Robbins ice cream flavor in the city. I remember we went all the way to the city to find a Baskin and Robbins place to try one of the uh, chi- was it was it called something Ahoy? Oh, it was like the chi- yeah, it was like the what's it called? Something Ahoy? Yeah, anyway. it's like the it's kind of based off uh, the ice cream shop that um Steve in the mall. and Robin yeah that they have, and I would. You know, I would talk with other Strange Things fans about, like, our opinions on the show. And, you know, it was really fun. And I enjoyed having a fan page for that. And, yeah. And I guess, you know, on, on for that, I think I was home one day when I saw there was a, um, a Supernova event. Yep. Not, not in Sydney. I think not in Sydney. But she, Amelia Bobby Brown was in was in town up in Queensland at the time, I think, doing one of the... the she um, was doing the Godzilla vs. Um, she had Godzilla vs. Kong. She was filming it up there. Yeah, that's right. And then yeah. I saw you. I think you were at school and I saw something there and it said Millie Bobby Brown appearing at uh, Supernova Melbourne, and I thought, okay, I'll be the nice guy. <laughs> and I went, before I even rang mummy, I just went in and I, and I bought some tickets for, I think the appearance tickets, I bought appearance tickets to meet Millie Bobby Brown, meet and greet, and I bought one for a signing as well. You could sign a photograph yep. or, or a book or something like that. So, you know, I did that, and then I thought, okay, we better make sure I'm around <laughs> and everybody, everybody, we can all go. But it was down yeah. in Melbourne, and that was a cool experience. A bit of a surprise for you. Yeah, I remember coming home, and then you were like, oh, yeah, you were like, oh, I have some news for you. Like, sit down. And I was like, I was like, oh, gosh, like, one of my pets has died. You know, something bad's gone wrong in the family. And you were like. You wouldn't have known that anyway. I look like, after what? them. <laughs> and then you were like, oh, she's coming to um, Supernova in Melbourne. And we're flying over there. And I remember, like, t- crying so much. And so it was like. For joy, I hope, wasn't it? Yeah, for joy. For no, I was oh, my God, I hate it. No, just kidding. And then on April 17, 2019, we went over to Melbourne 
supernova where i got to have a photo with her which i have upstairs what happened there tell us about that experience was we were lining up it was quite a long line wasn't it it was it was it was was a long line but it moved pretty fast and i remember like um uh, i had to go into the photo and i remember you two snuck in to watch me have my photo with millie and then i remember we took one photo but then something happened we had to take another photo and then um we took it and then she's like oh my gosh your heart's beating so fast because i was so scared i was like so nervous like to <laughs> meet her meet and, your you know, idols eh? it was pretty fun yeah and then i got to you know get the sign i got my book signed and she was like oh i remember you from before and we hugged and it was really nice and then I got to go to her Q and A in the afternoon, and yeah, that was a long, a long session there. A waiting, long waiting for that, wait. Wasn't it? We waited like three, four hours or something. Now this was, was crazy. After, this was after season two, correct? This is after season. This two. was after season two, and I think it was probably um, there was like three or four months until season three, and so everybody was asking questions about season three, like when's it gonna, like what's happening, you know? But like you know, she could be, she could had to keep pretty like tight-lived she couldn't say anything about it but yeah now she had written i um a, a stranger things rap didn't she what how did that how did the sort of lyrics to that go because didn't some girls get up and sing that at the time oh with, my with her. gosh I, I tried to prompt you to go and do that but you wouldn't you wouldn't do it but tell us about that what, what was the sort of rap she so came like with? it was on like the jimmy fallon show and i think um it, i think it was before season two she did it was a stranger things season one recap rap yep. and so you know like get all the show's content into a rap and I had had I had it memorized, you know. I would watch lyric videos. I have all the memories, um, all the lyrics, all like still in my memory. And then I remember you were like, "Oh my gosh, you should get up and sing yeah. it." Because I had another friend who was there um, that we met on the day, and you're like, "You two should get up and sing on the stage." You should have. And then I remember somebody was like, "Oh, Millie, can you sing it for us um, at the Q and A?" And she's like, "Oh, come up." And then they sang. But personally, I. I would have rather just heard her sing, not trying to like downfoot the people who went up, but like you know, it's kind of awkward just two like random people going up on stage. No, and that's, rap. The, that's, that's the on. stuff. That's the stuff dreams are made no. of. You, you sing, you sing and work out, or hang out with your hero. How good does that get? What, yeah, what, give well, us, give us some of the lines anyway. You still remember? Oh my, like it's like. Let's go back to Indiana circa 1983. Just four boys in the basement chilling, playing D&D. You know, there was Lucas, there was Willie Will, Dustin, there was Mike. And, you know, it keeps going on from there. And when does when does Millie feature in the, this rap? Well, um, Will was missing while he's riding on his bike. Yikes, that's when they met the Alev. I had no hair on my head. I have been so close to dead. <laughs> you know. Gotcha. Yeah. So, you know, she... <laughs> yeah, she did all right. Look, look, she's done, done really well. I mean, obviously, as I say, you've got that, you've got that photo. Tell us about that photo, obviously, because they've done... They've done uh, future meet and greets around the states and stuff, and yeah. the, the picture with you seemed to get another another sort of uh, life, didn't it? Yeah. Um. So I think it was a couple months after the whole um meet and greet, and I remember waking up one morning and I was checking my phone and I was like, oh, okay, let's see what's happened on my fan page. You know, any new stories or posts from Millie? And I remember I saw her story, and it was a photo. It was the photo of me and her from like the meet and uh, meet and greet, which I'd posted on my. Um, which I posted on my account and which had been like um, reposted on other accounts. And so it was a repost of somebody who had posted the picture of me and she reposted that repost on her story and she captioned it like, can't wait to see you guys in New Jersey. And then I was like, oh my gosh, because like I was on a story and um, and then everybody was like, um, texting me like, oh my gosh, you're on Millie's story. And like, it was pretty cool. So It is pretty cool. Yeah. It's a pretty good way of carrying things on. Exactly. And then obviously, yeah, she's posted on Instagram and things yep. like that. So that was that was all pretty exciting. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and look, 
besides the TV show, what we're talking, we're talking three seasons now. We're, we're looking at we're, season four's due to. I mean, there's quite a bit of a gap between seasons, isn't it? Trying to keep the the momentum going for a lot of the fans must be tricky because I mean, you've got to produce the stories, you've got yeah, to, you've exactly. got to, you've got to, you know, direct and shoot them and all that sort mm. of stuff. Um, obviously, quite, but quite, quite sort of big breaks in between. When are we talking yeah. season season four on on Stranger Things meant to meant to land? Well, as we know, um, the third season premiered July fourth, twenty nineteen, and season four is um, is it is it's expected to hit um, like our screens early 2022 so people maybe people are speculating maybe like new years or like um because like that's when yeah. i remember cobra kai another show hit so like that's probably they might do that but we're not 100 percent sure yet so you know that's when it's expected so like in the early months of 2022 and i guess the hardest thing i, I find it quite hard in, out of out of countries out of the states is trying to find the the um i mean everybody streams things now anyway you can get you can get the seasons on on netflix here yep. but it's also i mean obviously collectors and when you're fans you want you want DVDs, you want the dvds or you want blue uh, blu-rays of the show mm. We've got the you've got the first couple of seasons here, I got, haven't you? Yeah, I got the first and second season, which are both in like um the it kind of looks like a VHS sort of like um packaging for both of them, and I think that's pretty cool. So, but they haven't. I'm not sure if they do. I should check, but we have never we've never seen the season three. No, I haven't seen it anywhere here, and it's it's t- tougher to get in Australia, isn't it? I think we got both. There's both like seasons no, there. I've never seen other than like posters and like little things, but I've never really seen a big like merch section at like a store. The Duffer Brothers, or whoever it is, a merchant, or whoever's listening to this <laughs> out there in the ether, Netflix and all that. Netflix, where's season three in, in a, a collectible box for these these uh, fanatics of the show? Ugh. Come on, lift your game there, please. Help them out. <laughs> okay, so that's, that's season season four. Well, we're on season four. Um, there, there was always a bit of a cliffhanger, isn't there, at the end of? And that's what makes shows uh, equally exciting coming back. And we yep. had, you know, Hopper. Went, Hopper was, you know, we didn't know was his demise or what was yep. going on there. Obviously, that's going to be a, a big storyline coming into season four, but also yeah. a lot of characters you're not sure about at this point in time. Quite a few new characters being introduced mm-hmm. as fans. <laughs> are you, I mean, you might be pleasantly surprised, but what are yeah. we talking about with new characters coming into this, this series? Well, before that, yeah, as you said, Hopper, um, in the end of season three, he was like, people were like, oh, he's died, he's died. But then I think the cast were all talking about like, oh yeah, Hopper's alive, Hopper's alive. The Netflix was forced to put out like a little teaser of him, like for season four, him in like Russia um, with like a shaved head. And so people were like, yep, he's alive now. But as for new characters, I follow like the Stranger Things and Netflix pages on Instagram. And I have seen so many posts of them being like, meet our new cast members, you know, and there's like, you know, there's like, like 10, 15, there's so many new members. And like, I like new characters, like I like Max and I like Robin, they're some of my favourites. But personally, I kind of just like the characters we have at the moment. And I don't like maybe like two, three new characters, but I'm not joking, we probably have like... 10 15 new characters which i'm not sure like i guess not all of them would be big roles but yeah. still you know it's a lot of layers and a lot of storylines to follow then isn't it because you want to stick with your your, yeah, your main you characters there main yeah. characters and they might follow other new characters which people i guess the strange thing wasn't wasn't it didn't it happen where they all kind of split up didn't they, didn't the, some of the families go didn't didn't um 11 go off with one of the families and things like that it's all sort of split from the town isn't it well because 11 was staying with hopper but yeah. then hopper was like ex- um, people were like, oh, yeah, he's dead. So then, um, including, like, the characters. So then Eleven went with Joyce and Will, and they all moved away from Hawkins. That's right. 
So yeah. so Mike's left broken hearted back there, didn't he? Still yeah. like kiss early on in that season three, wasn't it? Yeah, and that was Crikey. like the funny scene with like Hopper's like, oh, keep the door open three inches. You know, I need to see. <laughs> yeah, exactly. The teen angst has already started on that, on that sort of front. Okay, so we're obviously eagerly awaiting season four. Yeah. Um, what's sustained the show? Do you think what's kept it going and kept it interesting the whole time? Storylines. Talk us through that a bit. Well, as for the seasons, um, the storylines. You know. I've pr- I've liked the storylines throughout like all the seasons, um, and like each season, it's kind of there's some sort of like new like plot thing that the f- seasons are focused on. As like you know the first season, like the Demogorgon, the Mind Flayer, and then the second, the third one was like that big blob, um, like rat vomit monster, which was a little bit weird, but you yeah. know so. There's always there's always there's always something like new and different for each season to focus on, which I think is exciting. But that first season was really the disappearance of Will, wasn't it, for a while there, and how he disappeared. Oh, and yeah. They found the body, and it was there was that whole there was that whole trying to find Will in the Upside Down, and that whole government, you know, secret government organization yeah. with what was it, Bremner? What was his name? Um, Doctor Brenner. Yeah, Doctor Brenner, all that sort of stuff. That side of it, yeah, was all sort of this shady this shady government department mm-hmm. with with some monster lurking in the corridors downstairs, taking people out and all that sort of stuff. Yeah. And a few, there've been a few fatalities throughout the series as well. People disappeared. We thought, didn't we think, uh, hasn't hasn't Brenner gone or something? What's happened there? There could be a could be a resurgence. P- um, he is set to be in season four, but at is the it? beginning of se- at the end of season um, one, sorry, mm. um, the Demogorgon um, like attacked him, and so he fell backwards. But then it never showed like his dead body or anything like any. Um, thing that like said that like yep he's definitely dead. So. It might be flashbacks with him maybe because the demogorgon if the demogorgon gets hold of somebody they don't seem to live too well because there's been yeah. there's been a few people haven't there? We're talking talk us through some of the fatalities have been Barb they're all the bees. Um, Bob. Yeah, what um, happened to Barb? Uh, she uh, she like cut her. Uh, they're all they're like attracted to like blood and like she like cut her finger um on like a beer can and then. The Demogorgon, like, um, where, where was she though? Didn't she sitting she by was a at pool? Steve's house? Wasn't she sitting by a swimming pool or something? Yeah, she was by the swimming pool, That's and right. then she cut her finger, and then um, the Demogorgon like got her and dragged her into the upside down. And then with Bob, um, he was um, defending. Just refresh who Bob is. Bob is the um, boyfriend of Joyce, yeah. um, and he was like defending like the like a. Was it like the hospital or like it was like some sort of like or maybe it was the government building? But anyways, um, these like he was trying to like get away these like, um, the demo dogs which are like little demogorgon like monster things, and then he thought he was clear, but then um he turned around and then they all attacked him and he died. And then Billy, who in season three like the big Aussie actor too, right? Yeah, um, he is. And then he like um sacrificed himself for like his sister. Um, just in front talk, of the monster and talking eighties and nineties and stuff. I think it was Sean. Aston, Sean Aston wasn't he? Wasn't he um, Bob? I think he was the one that played. I think he played things like Rudy and stuff like that. From which a lot of my sort of vintage know. And uh, I think he was in the Goonies from memory as well. That, yeah, that, that sort of that sort of stuff. Okay, so they've wiped out a few characters there. The Sean, main, yeah, Sean the, Aston. Sean Aston. Yeah, there we go. Good good memory. Um, it, it, we've wiped out a few characters, but obviously, as I say, a few new characters coming in. The other sort of phenomenon I found for it, which has been, I mean, pretty well marketed, but it's, it's. Uh, I remember when I was going to um, uh, Target. Target obviously had a big deal with with Stranger Things. Every time I'd go to the states for you, you know, good dad that I was, I would go into yeah. Target and have a wander around and buy a few essentials, and then go to the Stranger Things section. And 
My gosh, there's a lot of stuff. I can see you're wearing a Stranger Things sweatshirt. Right now, I'm wearing my Stranger Things hoodie. <laughs> we are, and, and I mean, the, it's been phenomenal. What sort of things have, as far as the the merchandising sort of angle, have taken place? And I mean, lots of stuff. And I even remember doing a, a puzzle that your your um your grandmum sent yeah. you as well, a jigsaw puzzle with with eleven. So it's been a fair bit of uh, merchandising, which is really, I guess, in between the shows has kept you, you, your you sort of fans, I guess, involved and excited as well. Isn't there trading cards and stuff as well? It's been oh happening. yeah, I do have trading cards. Yeah. So, um, so I, you know, throughout the years, like four or five ish years that I've been a fan of Stranger Things, I've collected, you know, lots and lots of merch from like either you bringing it back or my grandmom or, um, maybe like there's like some sort of sometimes there's merch here so like you know them that as well and so some of the items that I have um in relation to Stranger Things is I have t-shirts my hoodie which I'm wearing right now socks which is like sort of um there's like tube socks that they wear in the 80s and 11 wears in season one I have like a replica of like that one and like other colors in tube socks um posters I have the season I have the season one um, cover poster, the season three cover poster, and I have the season one DVD Demogorgon poster. Yep. Um, pins, I have a variety of pins, which are from um, season two and season three. Um, lunch bag, which is like a little um, Scoops Ahoy lunch bag. Um, backpacks, I have a season one um, backpack and a season three um, camp backpack, like Dustin sort of um, backpack. Then I have um, realistic figurines. I have a lot of 11. I have the 11 season. I have two 11 season one figurines, um, an 11 season three figurine, which I haven't taken out of the box because I'm scared. Yeah. But I probably should. Well, collectibles, you know, know, those are collectibles. I mean, if you have something that you love, like collectibles, you're going to hang on to these anyway, I guess, huh? Yeah, exactly. And then I have a plush toy of 11. Um, Christmas ornaments of the characters, different hats, like a replica of like what Dustin wears, the DVDs, um, the puzzle, the trading cards, notebooks, pens, keychains, Funko Pops, which are like these little um, yeah. figurines. Um, I remember finding the Dustin one of those for yeah. you in, in, a, in a, what was it, a, a Barnes and Noble, I think, in California. Mm-hmm. Um, I have the behind the scenes book, which is like the one that. Um, Millie signed. Then I have like a little book which like also talks about like some behind the scenes aspects and like a breakdown of the series. Um, books about like the backstories of the characters, cups, shoelaces, stickers, coasters, a finger skateboard, and uh, my framed eleven art piece which I got from Supernova. That was pretty cool. It was a pretty good yeah. likeness, wasn't it? That guy did really good jobs when we were at that Supernova. They were pretty mm. good uh, likenesses of of Millie. Exactly. And so you know that's um, pretty much. Like majority of my collect, that's like what I can remember. My collection. just mentioning on behind the scenes on the in the books and reading that. What sort of, what sort of good info for for fans was revealed in some of the books that you've got you know about the series itself? Um. Well, from like the um kind of like the backstory of like Eleven's um Eleven's like mom and like Doctor Brenner is like her mom was actually like getting like tested on and like you know she signed up for like a program. Um with Dr. Brenner still and like in the hospital. And so then her baby was taken away because then, you know, she also had like powers, which her mom didn't, but um, yeah. And it introduced other like characters. Cause you know how she's 11, there's other characters like, you know, eight, six, there's all the other ones. Right. And so, um, and then also um, the Max book, which kind of talks about how Max, like, you know, she came from, um, she came from like California to live in, um, 
Hawkins and like her backstory and you know her like perspective on everything. And they got comic books as well. They got a comic book. As well. Oh yes, oh, yeah. I do. I have the comic. I, I have a one. comic book. Yeah. Um, uh, about I think it's about season one. Yeah, I think I ordered that for you. Jeepers creepers! There's a lot of <laughs> there's a lot of Stranger Things. You've got a Stranger Things cave there. Yeah. I mean, it does change, but I'm obviously it does change um, your taste as you're going through other. You find other sort of mm. fandoms, but I mean, there has been an obsession. This and still still love the show, don't you? Yep, I do love the show. Even though I did take a break from it for a while because of you know. Um, there's such a huge break between season three and yeah. season four, but that, that's hard to sort of maintain. I guess that the, the, the obsession and the passion they got they got to fill it with other little bits and pieces in between, yeah. it, for the fans, fans especially yeah. with this sort of stuff. So obviously, okay, uh, I, I guess anything else you'd like to say, or we sort of how you how you're feeling now? We're looking forward to season four still. I'm uh, looking forward to season four, and I just wanted to um, touch on um, like my overall opinion on like the seasons, yeah. and, you know what I feel about them, and so. Um, you know, of course we know there's three seasons and I just wanted to break down like which one's my f- um, favorite in yep. order of the top three. And so my first favorite, um, would be season one, which I know a lot of people, it's kind of an unpopular opinion. People prefer season three than season one, but I think I kind of like season one because, um, it's kind of colored differently to make it give off like more of a, like a retro, like effect and feel. And so when you watch it, it kind of feels more like it's in the eighties um, compared to like the other seasons. That's probably what I saw about it. I saw, oh, this looks kind of familiar to, to the sort of time when I was watching yeah. a lot of telly and obsessed by shows and things as well. Um, yeah. and so okay. I like that aspect of it. And you know, I, pr- my favorite storyline is season one storyline. Um, and it kind of has a straightforward and it's pretty clear, but like there's all these, there's still all these different layers to unpack. Um, and I guess in that season two, they were trying to. It was really that the main characters obviously knew of of the upside down world, but it was getting the sort of the adults to understand, wasn't it? I remember Joyce putting up lights and you know contacting yeah, season one, yeah. contacting Will and Hopper not understanding straight away what yeah. was going on. See, it, I liked that that sort of storyline. I thought that was yeah. pretty cool. And yeah. then um, it look it feels the season one feels more realistic because there's not very much CGI, and so you know it kind of feels like it's a real story in that sense. My second favorite would be season three. Um, even though it doesn't have that retro like um, sort of like look on to like the show, it still has that like eighty color scheme and like there's like lots of bright colors incorporated throughout the season. And, and the sort of the, the I guess the the bad guys was the shady sort of uh, government department was then mm. was then flipped with the, the rush. There was Russians involved. Oh yeah, the yeah. Russians. The Russians in <laughs> the mall was a very strange one. <laughs> Duffer Brothers, interesting, but I mean out there. But yeah, okay. Um, <laughs> Some things that I don't really like, what I don't like about season three is I think there was a little bit too much CGI and it didn't look as real as the other ones. Cause there's like this one scene and it's also shown in the trailer where like Eleven has like this like, you know, vision like thing and she's like swept away to like this beach and it's like this dark clouds, like blue, dark blues and reds forming over her. That's and right. then like in the clouds, she like, um, she like sees like um, the backstory behind like Billy and like, you know, how he was like, mistreated as a child by his like dad and stuff and that um you know he isn't really that bad but it doesn't feel as real as like the first season because I think you know it just that's like kind of a bit far-fetched and then um of course there's like you know the big like rat vomit monster which uh, personally I'm not really too much of a fan of but like you know it looks it's a bit too realistic and so it just kind of looks a bit fake to me um, you know, it does have a good storyline though, but my least favorite would be season two because 
I dislike how the party, like the main like boy, like kids, they don't really have much screen time with Eleven because after season one's events, she's like locked in like um a hut with like um Hopper to look after her because they just try and like shield her from society and like keep her safe. Yeah. Um, and I absolutely hate episode seven, which is when um she goes and like fa- she like finds out that she has a sister and she goes and like finds her sister and like her sister and like. Um, the sisters' friends are all like crime fighters and like um no, not crime fighters they're like criminals and like um you know that see that episode's kind of poor because they don't really tie in with the story it's just a filler bit, bit out there bit yeah. of a filler episode not really too much you know incorrected to it hate's a strong word you dislike that episode I dislike it yeah that's probably, it's, that's probably yeah it. it's just not my favorite okay the only thing you know the thing that aggravated me in the series was when I think it was Dustin had one of those little like, blobs oh yeah. The, blobs in the bucket and he was looking after it and it became a demigorgon. I would have, you know, ha- squished having, it. I would have squished it pretty early on with a hammer, I think. And he was, <laughs> he was treating it like a little pet and I thought, this is all going to end badly, this yep. thing. <laughs> right. Well, lots to look forward to in season four anyway. What do, what do you know about season four? They haven't given too much away, have they, these guys? No, it's been, there hasn't been much information, like no, no, like, um, like the poster or anything. But yeah, all we know is Hopper's alive and... Yeah, there's going to be Dr. Brenner and there's lots of more characters. And the scary thing is, obviously, either season four or se- potentially season five could be the end of the show. And yeah. they're going to wrap it up. The Duffer Brothers are, t- are sort of hinting to wrap it up pretty soon anyway. So I guess fans have got to, have got the yeah. Netflix and, and DVDs and Blu-rays to live on in, in the um, the ether, hey, of the show. Exactly. Okay, so you love Stranger Things? Yes. <laughs> Excellent. Well, what a, it, it's a good show for everybody out there, and I'm sure there's a, it's got a great fan base already, millions of, of kids and families and stuff around mm-hmm. the world. And um, Okay, thanks for everybody listening to uh, another episode of Up Next with Lily and Tim. Thank you. And uh, you know, get out there and watch Stranger Things. <laughs>